You are listening to episode 11 of the Budget School Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the Budget School Podcast. I am your host and budgetologist, Felicia Jones, and I want to welcome you and thank you for listening to the Budget School Podcast. And if you are a success-minded coach, consultant, or solopreneur, you are absolutely in the right place because each week a new show is produced where you can learn about upgrading your money skills and your business. Also, if you want more hands-on with your money, I want you to go over to budgetschool.co, enroll absolutely for free because I love budget-friendly freebies and your business loves them as well. So go ahead, budgetschool.co and enroll for free. And there you will get videos, courses, so that you can start learning how to manage every last dime in your business with your business finances. Some of the cool things over there, we have crash study halls where you can jumpstart your budget, learn how to engage and appreciate with your clients. And you can also learn how to crash budget for some things that you need inside of your business. And you can also jump into the School of Budgetology where you get the first two classes for free where you can find out how to understand your purpose in your business and how to create your lifestyle salary. So this is all there for you over at budgetschool.co. Now on this episode, we're gonna talk about mindset and success. And I'm doing this in a very special series that is only for the full-time students of the School of Budgetology and Budget School. I'm calling it the Student Success Stories. Um, Let me say that again, Student Success Stories. My mouth is like full of cotton right now. And our guest for our very first success story is Mary Gall. Hey, Mary, how are you doing? I am very well, Felicia. How are you? I am amazing. And I thank you so very much for um, being one of our guests and being available to tell your success story. So Mary is a hardworking businesswoman. She is all over the place. She not only runs a successful VA company, she's also a a success coach. She runs a successful business mentoring company and she's a mom. She's an author. She's written two books, the, um, which the most recent one is vitamin C3 for business, 52 ideas to connect, contribute and celebrate your ways to success. And she's president of a local networking group here in my home state of Colorado. And, and she's just great. I mean, she's busy. So Mary, you're making me tired just reading all of this. Uh, Thank you. It makes me tired too. (laughs) So out of all of that stuff, what else do you do in your life? (laughs) Oh, let's see. During the summer, I am an advocate of stand-up paddleboarding. So I just had my first network while paddleboarding meeting last week. So I think I'm just going to try and work my businesses into my hobbies, which is a, a great idea as an entrepreneur. So Okay, so uh, networking while paddle boarding. So I am Uh part of FinCon, which is a financial bloggers conference. And one of the guys I've met, his name is Doug Norman. He's amazing. And he tells anyone, whenever you come out to Hawaii, we will go surfing. So I think he's figured out a way to incorporate that into his business. So I I assume that now if anybody can find you, they're all going to have to paddle board with you. Um, for business? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I try to go at least two or three times a month. So, you know, on a weekday in the early mornings and you can still be at your desk by 1230 or one o'clock, but you got to spend the morning on the water, which is really nice. Okay, we're going to put this in a show notes. So for those of you who are in the local Denver metro area, and those of you who want to come in uh, into the state and meet Mary, we're going to put in a show notes so how you can go and network while paddle boarding with her and you can get back to your business. Um, that's pretty darn amazing and fun at the same yeah. time. <laughs> so we're going yes, to talk yeah. more about that. Uh, that sounds really, really cool. So we're going to learn more about Mary and how she's like the hardest working businesswoman on the planet right now and kicking butt. While <laughs> doing it. And we're going to talk about her journey through business, um, success and money mindset. Um, after that, we're going to ask Mary to give us her tool that she loves in her business as part of our solopreneur tool you can use segment. And I'm going to put her on the hot seat and ask her a question of the cast. So go ahead and get ready for that, Mary. Um, okay. First, we're going to start with our thought of the day. And Mary, I want to know your thought on the thought of the day. So here we go. And this is from Colin Powell. He says, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. So I have a lot of fun finding these little thoughts of the day. So I want to toss it over to you, Mary. When you hear this quote, what does it make you think of? Um, I agree. I like, I really like and respect Colin Powell too. So I was glad to see that that was the choice. Um, I agree there are no secrets to success. I mean, you can find out any tip or helpful tip. Uh, you know, there's so much education available online, in networking groups, courses, so um, there isn't really anything, anything new under the sun. It's just a matter of how you're going to apply it. And I think that's where the result of preparation and hard work come in. Um, in my book, we talk about that too. It's just really about getting back to the basics sometimes because we, there is so much information out there is that it can kind of sidetrack you as a small business owner. You, you know, there's constant uh, inundation with this seminar and this workshop and this whatever it is. So um, I think it's the result of preparation, hard work, and then, you know, kind of getting really focused on what you need to do and getting back to the basics and then sticking with those through thick and thin. You know, that there's, there's so much truth to what you're saying. So for all of you that are listening right now, please just listen to everything Mary says, because it's the truth. Um, there really are, I mean, looking at this, there are no real secrets to success, but the thing is getting back to those basics because there's so much information out there. Everybody has a book. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a course. Everybody has an idea. Everybody has a model. And sometimes it really takes you to get back to where you really want to be and for you to really focus. So uh, we're going to talk more about your book because I have a feeling you have some great ideas in there for so that we can learn how to get back to the basics and kind of focus on what we really need to be doing. So we're going to talk about that. Right. So I want to ask you, I'm going to get just straight into it. Um, the first question I have for you is, as a success coach, as someone who has started multiple businesses and done all of the great things that you've done in, in your life, how do you define success? Um, to me, you know, I like to borrow the one from, uh, Col uh, not Colin Powell, not stuck on his, <laughs> Kevin Knevel. He came and spoke to our group a couple weeks ago, and he defined success as, you know, being able to do what you want, when you want, 
where you want and with whom you want, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, that's success is being able to be in control of what I get to do every day um, and to build in paddleboard time. So I have my personal time. I have time with my family. I have time with clients that I love to work with and, you know, make money while doing it. So that's to me a success. Okay. So all I heard was success was paddleboarding. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you, you are absolutely right. It's really nice when you can work those in, you know, those, ha those hobbies into your work. Yeah. I, I really like Kevin's um, idea, you know, his thought on success. So uh, you're so right about that. And Mary was mentioning Kevin Knebel. He is an amazing international speaker that lives in our hometown here in Colorado. And he was the guest speaker at a networking event, a networking group that Mary and I are both part of here in Colorado. It's called Colorado Business Women. And I'll put it in the show notes so that you can find out more about Kevin and about Colorado Business Women. And um, yeah, I love that definition of success. So with that, I want you to take us back to the beginning of your business journey. I want to know what made you decide to work for yourself? And like, what was the series of steps when you said, you know what, this is it and I'm going to do it? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I um, have 25 plus years in the corporate world and um, 10 of those were um, working for a small law firm here in Colorado and doing everything but practicing law there pretty much. And so I'd been there about 10 years and I knew I was, it was time for a change, but I just didn't know if I was going to get another job or what that was going to look like. And so I was kind of struggling with, um, you know, what that would look like. And my husband and I went to see a, a documentary. This was like in January of 2013 called Chasing Ice. And it's about a guy who's from Colorado and he goes and documents um, the melting ice caps, the, the glaciers. And he spent his entire savings. He blew out both knees and had to have knee surgery, but he was so dedicated to making sure that people could see this, what was happening with these glaciers and how fast they were melting and documenting it for science. And so um, my husband and I went out to lunch afterwards and we were just talking about how passionate he was and he's willing to risk everything and have surgery and, you know, just so passionate about what he did. And we both were like, I am, I've never been that passionate on a great day at my office, you know, at my work. <laughs> so, we're like, so we're having this conversation about being passionate about what you do and loving what you do for your living. And, and uh, he said, well, why don't you quit your job and start your own business? And I was like, what? I could do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so we started tossing that idea around. And by that August, I gave my notice at the, at the law firm and started the gift of time that August. So it's been, it's been four years next month. Now, okay, I want to go back to something. You said your husband recommended that you quit your job. So usually in the, yeah. in the solopreneur world, it's always the, the, the crazy solopreneur like us who goes to our spouse right. and say, hey, I want to quit. And they give you the, the look of like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So how, yeah. like go back <laughs> to that because that is interesting that your husband gave you the recommendation to quit your job. How, I mean, that's a great yeah. support system right there. <laughs> It was super surprising too, but he knew how I was, you know, getting more and more miserable every day and stuck in the position I was in. So I was going to make a change anyway. So he knew that that was coming, whether I was going to go work somewhere else or start my own company. And so um, once he kind of gave me that permission, I had no idea what I wanted to do for a business. <laughs> I was like, well, what? okay, so I could quit my job. Let me wrap my head around that. And then what would that look like? And then 
what would I do, you know, for a, for a job, for a business? And so then I found this, you know, I'd kind of been an admin assistant, marketing person, communication. So I had this wide range of skills. And so I decided, okay, I can apply those skills to help small business owners who don't necessarily have the staff in place to do it in-house. So um, it was easy for me to, you know, I already knew what I was doing. So it was just a matter of getting some clients and, and launching. And so once we made that decision, kind of like in February, early March, that yes, it was going to happen. And then we started, you know, living on his salary, putting my salary away so that I'd have some money to launch the business with right away, which is a great money saving tool. If you know you're going to make a change, you know, try to plan ahead financially for that. Yes. yes. Um, so that was able to get me through those first few months as I, you know, as I built up my clientele um, and have some income still in the bank, which was nice. So, yeah, but it was, it was super surprising at the moment when he said that. I just remember, I can still remember having picture the conversation across the table when he <laughs> said, you know, why don't, why don't you quit your job? And I was like, what? Like, well, what? That's, a, that's a possibility. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> so, yeah. And now I work, you know, twice as many hours, but I have much, much more fun doing it. So. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. It's like you, you quit your job so you can work twice as longer and sometimes twice yeah. as harder. But, you know, there's something to it about it's yours. It's yours. And it's yes. so much better when it's your dream and not working for somebody else's dream. So, yeah. 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 So, so I want to ask you about in the beginning phases of your journey. So you started off and everyone listening. Uh, so Mary started off with uh, a VA company, uh, a gift of time. And mm -hmm. she also has another company. We'll talk about success magnified, but in the beginning phases of starting this business, you know, your husband said, go quit your job, have fun. Awesome. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so how's yeah. your money mindset when it came to money in the beginning versus how is your money mindset now? So take us through that journey. Um, well, like I said, the most important thing was we kind of planned ahead. So um, not ever running my own business, but running other people's businesses. You know, I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like. So I kind of, you know, did my, my business plan with what my projected income would be and knowing that I had some cushion there to get started Mm -hmm. was really powerful. So, you know, I highly encourage that. And then the um, the budget that we put together, you know, because as a new business owner, sometimes you really don't know. That's one of the things I loved about the budget school is you really do have some awesome tools, Felicia, for people that are just need to get those numbers down and they're not really sure how to start doing it. You really break that down. And so it's really easy and manageable for people to to get their head wrapped around what numbers need are happening in their business. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the most important thing, I think, is just keeping track of the numbers. And then, you know, as I was building in clients, then I would start to say, okay, you know, quickly I realized I needed to raise my rate. And then I got to capacity by myself within the first year. So I realized, again, that was a big mindset shift that, okay, I can only grow my business to my capacity or I need to hire some people. So I needed to make a decision. Do I want to just keep it with just me and I'm in control of everything and I can just only accept so many clients or um, do I want to bring on a team of people? So I decided to bring on some a team of people. So I have three people that work for me now. Um, and, you know, that has allowed me to keep accepting new clients and grow and then add different services to my, uh, to what we offer through the gift of time as well. So all of that took some, those little, little leaps of faith as far as, okay, I'm going to invest in bringing people on and I'm going to have to shift 
you know, some of my budget around so that, um, you know, instead of me making the full hourly rate now, I'm only making a percentage, you know, off the top mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that was a big adjustment that I had to to experience and learn from. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting um, four years in what, how far I've come and adding new people and new services and then just seeing my, how my mindset shifts around the growth of the business. Okay. So you started your business and you pretty much maxed yourself out in the first year. So for the solopreneurs who are listening, because a lot of solopreneurs run into challenges and I know you see this a lot, like, you know, after two years, like I'm still struggling to get clients and I'm still struggling with the money. I'm still struggling with everything. How, how do you think you were different in getting out there and not having as many wall, walls hit you in the face while you were bu building your business? Um, I just didn't know any better, I guess. <laughs> um, I heard Mark Cuban use that answer in an interview one time. So if he can use it, I can use it, right? Yes. Um, so he just said, you know, I just didn't know any better. I just did what I did and, and things happened and I just assumed that everything would work out. So, um, you know, I did the some networking, but not a super lot. And people need the service, you know, small business owners. So I really was dialed into what I could offer and who I was offering it to, which made a big difference. So I wasn't, you know, doing a shotgun approach. I really knew, you know, what services I could offer to people mm -hmm. and the price range that most people were willing to pay. And I fit within that range. So it was pretty easy to, um, you know, once I got a few clients, then they referred me to other clients and, and it, you know, it just happened. You know, this is, this is great. So for all of you who are listening, so some of the amazing things that Mary did to pretty much just ramp up her business quickly was one, she didn't overthink it. <laughs> she did what she knew yeah. how to do. And sometimes, you know, and as Mary, as a business coach and as a success coach, I know you see this a lot where people just overthink it, overthink it and overthink it where you just go out and do what you need to do. The other thing, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, is understanding your audience. What do they want and what do you have to give them? So uh, that is very crucial so that you can ramp up faster and quicker. And, and for those of you who aren't there, I mean, it's okay. You know, it's a journey. Sometimes you have to kind of go down a wrong street just to realize that you have to take the other one. So there's no shame and no judgment. It's just that sometimes it takes a while for us to pay attention to what we really need to be doing. So Mary, thank you so much for kind of give us, giving us an insight into what it was like starting your business. So now that you have your business, what are, um, I was told by a mentor one time, she she blessed me with continuous failure and her idea oh. <laughs> was that as the bigger you go, you will, you will fail, meaning you will learn, but the, the challenges just get harder and harder, the bigger your business grows. So what are some of the newer challenges that you have now uh, versus when you first started? Right. Well, now I'm balancing multiple businesses and, you know, um, <laughs> leadership roles in multiple things. And then I have started a, a speaking, a talking event as well with, with 10 speakers. So that's launching, it launched in April and we're coming up again in June or September. And so now it's just a matter, and then the book launch and all that kind of stuff. So now it's a matter of balancing and um, 
not spreading myself too thin, making sure I get those paddleboard mornings in. And so I take care of myself mentally, you know, so <laughs> kind when of check out here and there. When do you sleep? Yeah. You've got a lot going on. <laughs> I do. I do have a lot going on. But um, that's one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur as well is that you can choose to, you know, take on a new adventure if you if you want to, if things are going well. So um, one of my kind of mottos for this month and for the rest of this year is don't be afraid to let go of good or great. So mm-hmm. it's so things kind of get into a status quo and you get all comfortable and you get things are going good, you know, and then it's kind of hard to get out of that good when great is right around the corner. So, um, so I keep reminding myself of that as things are, things are going well, that's fantastic, but what's the great that's right around the corner and how can I keep reaching for that? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, some days are more challenging than others, balancing everything, but for the most part, it's all getting done. And I remind myself, you know, it's not the end of the world. Nothing I do is life shattering or, you know, life changing. So um, it can be life changing, but it's yeah. not an emergency. And it's not an emergency situation. So um, if something doesn't happen today, it happens in two days. It's not going to change somebody's world dramatically. So, yeah. um, okay. Mary's yeah. being very humble. I'm pretty sure um, there are some people that if she wasn't in their life, it would be earth shattering to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she's being very humble. And I, I know, especially from um, her VA business, there were people who couldn't live without Mary. So, so thank you for yes. being humble. But yes, you do. Um, you change people's lives. <laughs> and, and I've thank heard you. of it. So that's great. So I want to um, talk to you about why you decided to enroll in budget school. Yeah, so I saw you speak at an event, and uh, you know I've known you and heard you speak a couple times. But at that event, you were getting ready to launch Budget School, and I just, as an entrepreneur, um, it, it's constantly something you have to work on is improving your relationship around money. Mm-hmm. So um, whether you're charging enough or just knowing what numbers to look at in your business to make sure you're performing okay. And it's the easiest thing for us as entrepreneurs to let slide because it's not something that we're all passionate about generally. So um, I thought, okay, if I enroll in this, then I'll get those tools and tips and it'll give me the motivation to go back in and look at things again and just make sure I'm doing things correctly or get some new ideas on how to do things more efficiently or more effectively. Um, and you, Like I said before, you really do have some amazing tools in the budget school um, classrooms. So yeah, I just was like, I heard you speak and I was like, I think I need that again in my life. It needed to be a refocus. It needed to be a refocus area. Yeah, it's just, it's something you have to, I always tell people money never really goes away. You kind of have to educate yourself. I have to do it too. I have to go to the resources I have for money. It's like, okay, I've I've gotten stale and I need to pay attention a little bit more. So with all of the different classes inside of budget school, was there one in particular that kind of made your eyes open just a little bit more? <laughs> and and have you um, your business? <laughs> yeah, I mean the break even number one is always really powerful. It's like, okay, um, that's what my number is. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so uh, what your true break even number is? Because you kind of just you know you look at what's flowing into your bank account or through your PayPal or whatever. You're thinking, yeah, I'm doing pretty well, and then you look at you know when you start to actually look at expenses and what's coming out of that, and it's like, oh. Okay. And if I want to budget in some other things, you know, and so I, I have done the, um, the bucket kind of accounting, Mm -hmm. um, pieces for a while, which I really like. So, um, 
that is helpful. That was helpful to revisit that too. Again, which, which accounts you need to have for your business. And then I thought one of the biggest things was the creating your ideal avatar. Uh-huh. I've worked with a lot of, a lot of different people and I've seen that in a lot of different ways, but I really liked yours and it was really impactful to take that and, you know, even talk about, um, what kind of food do they eat? I thought that was an interesting question to ask. <laughs> so like, hmm, what do my clients like to eat? You know, so that was something I wouldn't, I've never seen that on any other kind of avatar or create your ideal client form. So, so that was kind of fun too. So, and that's what I, I would love to just stress is that you make it really fun to deal with some of these things that are built around how money comes into your business and flows through your business. So you've done a great job of making it really fun for a topic that is really not necessarily fun for most people. You, you I know, know it's fun for you, but it's yeah, not for everybody. I know. I know. It's so much fun for me, but, uh, but yeah. I but see, you know, and thank you so very much for being a student inside of budget school. And um, of course, for any of you listening, go ahead, check it out at budgetschool.co. I would love for you to take a look at it and um, enroll. Is fun for me. It's going to be fun for you. But I want to ask you, Mary. So you are. So you have your your latest business, and it's not new anymore. But um, it's Success mm -hmm. Magnify, and it's where you take on the role of being a success and a business mentor and coach for other business owners. So when you look at the money side of the people who don't necessarily want to pay attention to the money because it's not the fun part. Um, but on the other side of you being a, a business mentor, how, how do you see that, that, that huge disconnect when people don't pay attention to the money versus them being successful in their business? Right. It is one of the things that we work on. Um, so I do individual coaching with clients and then I also run peer advisory boards where we get a group of entrepreneurs together once a month and, and they're able to create a safe space where they're able to come and talk about what's really going on in their business and then tap into the knowledge of the other entrepreneurs. Um, and so we have an education topic each month and a few months ago, I think it was actually towards the beginning of the year, like January, February, we did a training topic on how to read your profit and loss sheet. <laughs> which you would think, you know, these are all established business owners, but there were so many questions about that. And, oh, that's where that number comes from. And this is, oh, that's what that means. And, you know, so it's just a constant learning process. And, but that's one of the key things is you have to know what your money is in your business. Otherwise, it just becomes a really expensive hobby. Um, and so we tell people that all the time in coaching them. Is this a legitimate business? You know, then you've got to know your numbers. It well, really powerful. Yeah, you need to know those numbers because expensive hobbies get expensive. And mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. wives and husbands and cats, really yeah, they don't like that when all of the money goes to your business and you look great, but you know, you're bust, you're busy yeah. making any money. So, uh, yeah, so you have to know your numbers. And just to let you all know that you're listening is that this money topic is something that you have to always pay attention to you. It doesn't matter what size of your business. Now, Mary started off as a solopreneur. She's built up her VA business. She has three, you have three employees under you and she's managing that. She's also branched off to create another business um, as far as being a business mentor and um, helping other entrepreneurs and, you know, with the other 1200 things that she does. But, um, you yeah. know, the money, <laughs> the money talk is always there because the, the bigger you get, the more successful your business gets, the, the, the numbers get even more real and you really have to pay attention to that um, right now. So do you, how do you manage the money? Do you take time 
um, each month or do you manage it each week? Are you anal like me and do it every hour? How do you pay attention to the money? <laughs> when, do you, when is the time you set aside to pay attention to your money? Well, for, it's a little bit different for each business. So for the gift of time, it, I bill monthly. And so I really, there's not really any transactions happening. There might be a few odds and ends things here and there, but that happen throughout the month. But basically I bill on the 10th and then I collect on the 15th. So that's really when all the financial stuff happens. And so then after I collect all my payments, then I run my reports and I, you know, say, okay, this much has to go to this account, this much to this account, and then, um, you know, run my P&L sheet and just kind of look and see my things on track and where I'm looking at. So I really just look at that monthly because there's not a lot of transactions daily. Okay. For um, Success Magnified, I do it because I have uh, things happening all throughout the month. <laughs> so I probably go in and look at things, um, look at money coming in once or twice a week, depending on what's happening that week. If I've got, you know, an event coming up or, you know, I could just did a course on Friday. So I had things happening the week before that as people were registering for that. So I was in there more often, but um, then I, you know, I just balance my check. I use QuickBooks. And so I just go in and balance that once a month, but I'm kind of in that bank account or in that PayPal account a little bit more frequently, just checking, okay. making sure things are happening. Now, who is, do you mind me asking, who is the CFO at home? Is that your job as well? Um, it's kind of both of us. My husband and I both do parts of it. We've automated almost everything. So, you know, we come, but we kind of check in and uh, once a month and say, okay, this is what's happening and, and where we're at. And, um, you know, these are the things that are coming out in the next month. And we've got two girls. One is in college. One is headed to college next <laughs> month. So, uh, so yeah, we're looking at that a little bit closer now. Yeah. You have adults and Mary's daughters. They are so gorgeous. Yes. Um, I just love seeing the pictures oh. of your family. So great, uh, great, beautiful family. And, um, and you have kind of, you've pretty much set up the, the perfect situation when it comes to, you have to be the CFO in two businesses. You're a part-time CFO at home, but um, the one beautiful thing is that you set up your house so that it is automated as much as possible so that you can focus on the mm -hmm. business. And um, we talk yeah. about that a lot. You know, when you start separating those business and personal finances, you kind of have to automate something, at least the things you know that are happening so that you can focus elsewhere. So I, I ch applaud you for doing a, a beautiful job on that. And for those of you who are listening, no, no judgment, no shame. We all have, we all have goals to get to and we all want to be like, yeah. That. Um, <laughs> and we, you know, and it doesn't mean things are perfect. Like we, we realize because things are automated and, uh, we signed up for accidentally two different Netflix accounts that were hitting two different <laughs> bank accounts. So it's like we paid double for Netflix for about, uh, probably 18 months before I actually realized like, wait, this is in this account too. I thought it was in this account. So, you know, things slip through the cracks, but <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the, that's when you put into place, I tell everybody the first and the 15th, that's when you just look at everything because you'd be surprised. Those little monthly costs, they add up. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. that it was a Netflix account and not something that was three or $400 a month. You would, you would oh, yeah. cry, <laughs> but it happens. Yes. It happens though. It, it happens does. a lot. So yeah. where, where are you going in your business? So tell us the future um, uh, so that we can learn more about how to connect with you and how to work with you. So what's the future of all of your enterprises? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, 
I really am spending a lot more of my energy on Success Magnified, which is the coaching and, and peer advisory boards. Um, it just really is something I'm super passionate about, and I love working with entrepreneurs and being able to help them kind of see their blind spots and tap into the knowledge of other entrepreneurs to come together in that community. So um, I'm building out peer advisory boards here in the Denver area. So uh, if you're interested in that, you can, you know, I'm sure Felicia will get you the information to contact me. Um, And then I offer full day workshops and that kind of thing. I do offer a free entrepreneur workshop um, in the Denver area on the fourth Tuesday every month. So people can kind of come and get an idea of what, what success magnified is all about. But basically the vision for that company is to build a community of inspired entrepreneurs who are out there, making a difference in their community and, you know, getting to live the life of their dreams, which is, you know, what it's all about. That's success again. So uh, living life on your own terms. And so uh, building that out and then vitamin C3 is the newest book and it's getting ready to launch online um, by mid July. It should be online. I have just print copies now. So uh, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be online. You can check it out on Amazon. My original book is on Amazon too. So um, if you just look up Mary Gall, G-A-U-L, you'll find those. And then um, Gift of Time is still, you know, I don't really um, advertise that so much anymore. I don't spend a lot of time, but we do still get a lot of referrals for that business. So we're able to help entrepreneurs just get all of those tasks off their plate that, that aren't really the best use of their time. You, you know, um, so I, I thank you. And I encourage any of you, if you are listening now, I know we are in the world of building your online business and not every, you know, and if some people are doing very well building online, as long as you know how to get in there and know what to do and have a perfect model. But there are a lot of us who still are trying to figure out, I want to build locally. I want to build in my community. I want to build where I live and I can drive and see and touch people in person. And Mary has done a very great job of doing that. So if you are looking for a model and, and you want to be more community-based, more locally-based, and still be extremely successful, because um, a lot of us think that when we go online, we can conquer the world. And um, I have a dear friend, Christy Kiever, who says that so many of us are, try to, are trying to play the Pepsi Center, and we haven't even got booked at the county fair yet. So, so sometimes you just need to <laughs> conquer the county fair, and there is a great way to be successful, to reach out. And then now you'll have these models of what it takes to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and spread out um, successfully and um, safely. Uh, when you want to grow your business. Yeah. I will highly recommend you, that you you connect with Mary. You can find her at successmagnify.com. And she does have her workshops that are here in the Denver area. So I will put all of that in the show notes. And of course, she has her book, Vitamin C3 for Business. I will put that in the show notes as well. And, and Mary, quickly, why should we read this book? Oh, it's full of great ideas. I had so much fun writing it. Um, I'm all about taking action. Mm -hmm. And so um, I wanted something that's implementable, easily implementable for a busy, you know, entrepreneur. I work with busy entrepreneurs all the time in both businesses. So I know how precious our time is and we want to try new things or we want to get back to those basics like we were talking about at the beginning. And sometimes you just like, I don't know where to start. So <laughs> that's the perfect use of this book. It, it has 52 ideas to connect, contribute, and celebrate. 
Uh, that's the vitamin C3 is connect, contribute, and celebrate. So it's all about, you know, starting out connecting. And some people think, oh, connections in your business is just, you know, social media, LinkedIn yeah. connections or whatever. But I start, the very first chapter in the book is all about, are you connected to your business? Mm. So are you being able to use your gifts and talents in your business? Are you really passionate about serving the people you're serving in your business? How are you connected to your business? So it's, it's a little bit deeper level of connection. And then there's all kinds of fun ways to connect, um, you know, sharing your story and, um, you know, sharing books that you've read, those kind of things. And then contributing, I think it's just so important to be able to contribute mm -hmm. your knowledge. We've all spent some time as an entrepreneur and we've, learned great and valuable lessons. So I think it's important to be able to contribute. So there's ideas on how to contribute back to your community and to your clients and to your business and to yourself. There's one about contributing to yourself as well. And then celebrating. We just don't do enough as business owners. <laughs> no, um, we do not. I'm, I'm really, I'm adamant about celebrating. And I just saw a video this week. Somebody sent it to me and they said, this reminded me of your book. And so um, it was all about if you're not celebrating in your business, you're rejecting money, which was an interesting topic. So oh, um, wow. it, you know, it's like if you're not celebrating that money's coming in and that, you know, whether it's $5 here or 50 cents there or whatever, if you're not celebrating that, you're, you're saying I'm not worthy of celebrating any kind of amount of money. So you're really rejecting larger sums of money coming into your business. So I thought that was a really powerful message. Um, so there's ways to just celebrate your business. You know, simple things like marking your business anniversary. Yes. Most businesses fail before they hit five years, right? So if you can get every year you're in business is a special, special thing. So I say celebrate it like a birthday. Go get a cake, put a candle in it, make a wish for your business, <laughs> blow out the candle, you know, post it on social media, do all that kind of thing, have a special thing for your clients, but definitely mark the day and celebrate it like it was your birthday or an anniversary, a special anniversary. So it just helps to re reinforce that good things are coming and I'm, I'm taking a moment to acknowledge where I've come and all the good things that are going to come from my business in the next year. And it just opens up that space to to allow more things to come in. Okay. I, I'm already so. loving this book. So as soon as it comes out, I'm going to put it in the show notes so that we can all read it. And I'm also going to put it inside of Budget School and make it required reading because you know that uh, awesome. what you were saying is are you connected to your business that is a huge one um, because i think a lot yes. of are disconnected especially uh, when you are feeling frustrated you're hitting some walls you may need to check in for uh that connection part you know are you connected to it and then also the celebrating yeah you are right we don't celebrate enough yeah we we assume that everybody is a business owner and this is a hard job and we should celebrate every year that we are in because you know, some one year we may not be here, you know, so you got to right. celebrate every, every, every last dollar. Um, I used to, so just quickly, I, I, I would go into the office and um, I think I got paid something, somebody, something on PayPal. I got that magic email. Somebody sent you money and it was like $32. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I got $32. And, and I told my husband, I said, it's so crazy. When I had my nine to five job, my paycheck was about $2,800 every two weeks. I never celebrated uh -huh. that, but I get this 32 yeah. and it's the happiest day of my life. So yes. <laughs> you got to celebrate the fact that somebody is giving you money and because they want yes. from you. Yeah. So 
Uh, so yeah, I've learned to celebrate every last dime that I get now. So, so thank you for yeah. that. And we're going to definitely um, add the vitamin C3 for business by Mary Gall is going to be in the show notes. And um, for those of us who are far away, we're not here in the local area. How can we connect with you? How can we learn more about you or be involved and have you mentor us in our businesses? Um, well, you can find me on social media. So we post things there. Every once in a while I do a webinar. So um, I had one, I don't know, a couple of months ago. So I try to rotate those in between my full day workshops here. Um, I don't have one scheduled at the moment, but I'll probably throw another one up in the fall. Uh, so I'll, if they go to my website, they can check out the events page and see what's happening. Okay. Um, so it's, the website, again, is successmagnified.com. And then there's an events page there. You can go and check out all the, all the happenings. And if I'm doing a webinar, it'll be posted there. They can watch for that on social media as well. So if you look for Success Magnified um, or Vitamin C3 online, then uh, on Facebook, LinkedIn, I think you're going to post my LinkedIn profile so people can yes. connect me online. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, that's the best way to kind of keep in touch. Otherwise, you know, if somebody wants to work with me, I do my peer advisory boards locally, but I do work with clients as far as coaching one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. We can do that over the phone, so that can happen anywhere across yeah. the United States. That's awesome. So I want to make sure that everybody will have all of this in the show notes. So before we jump off, Mary, what is the tool that you absolutely love in your business that other solopreneurs can get you know, can um, get some use out of in their business? Yeah. Um, I had such a hard time narrowing it down to one because there's three or four that I really love all the time. But the <laughs> biggest one that I love and I use every single day, um, it's, called, it's an app on my phone called Focus at Will. And it's the at sign. So mm. Focus at Will. And it plays music. Um, that's got kind of brainwave stuff in it in the background. So it's called brainwave entrainment and it plays, um, it helps you focus. It's, I mean, it really wow. seriously helps me get so much done. It makes me so much more productive and you get to set the timer. So if you want to set it for 30 minutes or 90 minutes or whatever, a little bell dings, the music starts and you start your project. And then the next thing you know, the bell dings again and the time's up and it's just amazing what you got done and how focused you were for that whole time. Um, and you can change, it's got, I don't know, probably 20 different versions of music from classical to piano to just like coffee shop background noise to, you know, the one that I love recently is called Einstein's Genius. And so it's kind of classical, but with a techno beat in the background, <laughs> it's kind of fun. So, um, but that's my favorite tool. It really has made me so much more productive and able to focus on one thing at a time because we all know you can't really multitask even though we try our hardest. <laughs> no, we can't. No, we cannot. Uh, yeah, it does not work. So if you really are ready to get some something done, I highly recommend Focus at Will. And I have the paid version, but there's a free version as well. So it's worth trying out. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, I'll actually try that out. That's, that's kind of a cool thing about having a podcast. You get to bring on people to answer questions that you have. So I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll try it out. Yeah. That'll be in the show notes. So I also want to have, I'm, I'm going to put you on a hot seat with our question of the cast. And this is something, okay. questions I usually get when uh, around money, around business. And I've, and I've asked this of other guests, but I want to ask this of you. When is the right time to invest in a business coach, even when you don't have the money? Yeah, 
I, um, it's always, as soon as you do it, you'll say, why didn't I do this six months ago? Mm-hmm. So it's six months from when you think you should do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I struggle with this too, because uh, you know, it's hard when you don't really have that much money coming in. It's really hard to say, oh, I'm going to, I really want, I think this person can help me, but I just don't have the money. So mm-hmm. um, I struggle with that. And I've seen people in that tough situation. And unfortunately, it doesn't change. And if you're going to wait until you have the money, it's like, you know, oh, wait to have kids until this, whatever, X, Y, Z. It's like, it's never the perfect time. It's just never the perfect time. And everybody who hires a coach, always says, I wish I would have done this six months ago or a year ago. So it's something that you just have to take that leap of faith that this person, once you find the right person and they've, and you're kind of dialed into what you need to learn from them, you know, then I think if you found that person, you know that they can help you get to the next level in your business, then, um, you know, just take that leap of faith and and do it because you won't regret it. Oh, that's great advice because it is a very hard question of when to invest mm-hmm. when you don't have the money. But you're right. Everybody who does it like, man, I should have done this like a year ago. Like, darn it. Yeah. Saved my brain. <laughs> my brain could have yes. saved my brain waves for a little while. So, uh, so thank you for your answer. And for all of you that are listening, I, I hope you got a lot out of this podcast. I was, I'm so excited and thank you so very much, um, Mary, for your talent and the, and what you do for all of us in the business world, because I'm, um, like I said, you're very humble, but there are some people who cannot live without you, um, <laughs> in their business. <laughs> and so thank you for coming on and thank you for giving us your success story and what it's been like on your journey creating multiple businesses, being an author, and still having to understand the money. So I thank you so very much for being here. Yeah. And You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. So everything, um, everything we talked about with Mary will be in the show notes. So if you want to reach out and connect with her, if you're looking for a different way to, um, if you are one of those who's been barred by, uh, all of the online business stuff, but you really want to make some better connections locally and in your community. Mary is a great person to do that. She is uber successful in what she's doing and she is doing it locally and touching out and reaching out and touching people, you know, not physically, but she, uh, she makes those one-on-one <laughs> connections. So I'll have all of that in the show notes um, so that you can go and check out Mary, her book, her courses, um, and everything like that. Um, and of course, you know, I know she doesn't advertise it, but she does have her other business with her virtual assistants and they do an amazing job as well. So all of that will be in the show notes for you. I thank you for being here. If you know that you are ready to upgrade your money skills, my, my invite is open. It's always open to you to go and, and enroll in budget school absolutely for free. It's seven days and you will jumpstart your business budget and understanding what it takes for you to know all of the numbers inside of your business. And we'll, and some of the things that Mary talked about, they will be over there as well with all the different classes. So I want you to go and enroll absolutely for free. I thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And of course, and as always, I will see you next week and I hope you have a great day and happy budgeting.